Welcome everyone. <clears throat> We're closing in on the final shiurim on Tavshin Pei Gimel and uh, the final shiurim on Sefer Devarim, which are once again generously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim and Mishpachta, Leila Nishmas, Rav Shem Eliezer and Rav Yaakov Zakheim, and Leila Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas Tovi Halevi. We're going to take the opportunity to invite the Zakheim family. We thank them for sponsoring all the shiurim throughout the year. The Rav Hashem should grant them Shana Toivu Masuka Arich Hashem Veshanim Arbi Askal Tzedek. Tonight's year is sponsored anonymously as a skula for Zara Chayve Kayama. Tonight's year is sponsored by the Ruzhin and Ryabinsky family for all their grandchildren to continue learning and to have a successful new year and a good Gebench Yar to all Ksivuch Simatoiva. That's for all you people out there. Okay, and also, tonight's share is sponsored by Daily Giving. It's an opportunity to ensure that every day of your life is connected to the mitzvah of tzedakah. This way, every day of life is a living reality. Every day is a separate entity. And you want to make sure that every day of one's life, whether it's Sunday, Friday, Shabbos, Yom Tif, is filled with the, uh, the mitzvah of tzedakah. So on your behalf, they will give a dollar, all you have to do is cover it. <laughs> and uh, they spread it out to many important causes. So it's an opportunity to uh, increase one's zechuyas by at least 365. And perhaps this will tilt the scales of one's personal account and the entire world. Okay, we're going to discuss a very important topic this evening. This is a topic not only on Chodesh not only on Rosh Hashanah, not only on Yom Kippur, not only on Sukkot, but really to get a new perspective of the entire Zman. And I hope the reaction when you hear this shir is, of course, I, I always knew this. I hope that will be your reaction. Because then we'll have been successful in just acquainting ourselves with something that we instinctively know already. We're going to start by asking a question, and we've asked this question in a number of shurim in past years, but we're going to be offering a brand new approach this evening. We know the Pasuk and Shir HaShirim. I am for my beloved, and my beloved is for me. Of course, we know that this Pasuk is a acronym, is a remez to the month that we're in now, the month of Elul. It's probably the most famous remez to Elul. Ani ledoidi vedoidi li. I am for my beloved and my beloved is for me. Just that you should know, this is not a remez that, only, that is only brought down by Achroinim, but the Rishonim already talk about uh, this remez. For instance, the Reikeach. The Reikeach, Rebbe Lezer of Garmaiza, writes, Hashem says, Hashem tells us, I will return to him in Shuva, and he will return to me. Like the Pasuk says, Shuvu Eli ve'ashuva Aleichem. Shuva Eli ve'ashuva Aleichem. I will return to you and you, he will return to me. And Shuva begins in what month? Chodesh Elul. Shuva begins in Chodesh Elul. Ani ledoidi v'doidi li is an acronym for Chodesh Elul. Furthermore, Avodraham writes, the minog is to wake up from Rosh Chodesh Elul for Slichais. So what do we do? We, 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 um, sleep, that's right. 
And instead we hear the shofar. It take, it's much shorter. And we follow the remez of the Mate Moshe on this week's parsha. Atem Nitzavim Hayoim is Gematria La'amoid L'Slichais. Atem Nitzavim Hayoim is Gematria to stand up for Slichais. Anyway, the Avodraham says that the Darshanim say, Ani L'doidi V'doidi Li is Rosh Tevois Elol. It's Soifei Tevois Yud, 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 corresponding to Arbaim, the 40 days from Rosh Chodesh Elol until Yom HaKippurim. You ready for the million dollar question? And don't say I heard this question before because maybe you heard it before but you never heard this answer. The question is, God has many names. God has seven names. Havaya, Elohim, Tzvakoi, Shakai, Ekya. Rarely is God called Doidi. It's a reference to Hashem's name. Really, we could add, there, there are hundreds of names of Hashem. 216 names of Hashem. Rarely is Hashem called Doidi. In fact, how many times in Chumash is Hashem called Doidi? Zero. How about Nevi'im? Ksuvim. I used to say zero. A uh, woman came over after Shir recently and she said, no, in Yeshaya, there's a reference to Hashem as Doidi as well. But very rarely is Hashem called Doidi. Why all of a sudden it comes to Chaydash Elul and we call HaKadosh Baruch Hu Doidi, my beloved? I would have thought, Ani Kim Kim Li, after all, Midas Hadin, Chaydash Elul, Midas Hadin. Why all of a sudden Doidi? So you say, you once spoke about that. We once spoke about that at length. We offer the approach of the Chida that during the month of Elul, you shouldn't settle for regular tshuva. You should try to get to do what? Premium tshuva. Tshuva me'ahava. Because when you do tshuva me'ahava, your averos are turned into mitzvahs. That's why in Yom Kippur, it's very unusual, you know. We're saying vidoy, ashamnu, bagadnu, gazalnu. So what tune do you think you, we should use? Eicha. Ashamnu. Bagadnu. No. We sing like a jingle. Ashamnu. Bagadnu. Dibarnu doifi. Right? It's, it's like a very upbeat tune. And think about what we're singing. We stole and we killed and we kidnapped. I na 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 right? I mean it's ridiculous. I'm saying public public confession is a very happy chant. So the Pharisee saw writes, it's because we're trying to do Chuva Mayava. When we do Chuva Mayava, it turns into mitzvahs. But again, we're we're focused on a new mahalach tonight. Why when it comes to Khaidash Elul does the Rebunisham all of a sudden do we refer to him as Doidi, a very unusual appellation? All of a sudden, our beloved. What's that got to do with Elul? Wrong time of the year. So, I was at a wedding recently, and I was looking to see Harav Agoin, Repinchus Friedman, and Lekavid, the wedding of uh, the Mishpachas Stern. He put out volume two of Mesois Doidim, a sefer dedicated to. Nisuin. So that night I came home and first thing I did is I started uh, learning the Sefer. At 12 o'clock at night I saw a Chidosh Nifla. I called Rav Friedman. I said, according to this Chidosh Rebbe, the Haftoira of Parshans Nisavim comes out unbelievable. So he was very nice to me, maybe because he wanted to uh, go to sleep. No, no, he doesn't go to sleep, but, but he's always very nice. And he said, well, that's a very beautiful Haisafa. 
but I kept it in my back pocket, and I want to share it with you tonight. But in the Hakdama of Mesoyis Doidim, and tonight's share is going to come from Mesoyis Doidim Volume 2 that was published, Lukavadachasana, also Mesoyis Doidim Volume 1 that was published another, um, Lukavad, another Chasana of Mishpachas Stern. The, the Shvilei Pinchas suggests as follows. We have to take a step back and think about what are we doing in this month? You know, we get, what are we doing? Well, we, the summer's over, so we're coming back from the Catskill Mountains. And, you know, and how was it? It was amazing. Well, it was amazing. You were sloshing around in mud for two months in, in like a little closet, and then you're coming back to a big house. Yeah, but everybody does it. So say it was amazing and tell everyone it was amazing. And you had to drive three hours up and three hours down. And you don't have any of the comforts of normal living. It doesn't matter. It was amazing. And you come back and you have to buy school supplies. That's like a 10-day job. Then you have to go to orientation for a week straight. Somebody told me um, two nights ago, I shouldn't say this publicly, they said, you weren't at orientation. I said, I didn't know. They said, you didn't know. I said, Baruch Hashem, I didn't know. Right? Every night you can go to orientation. I mean, you know, if you know about it, it's hard to get out of it. But if you don't know about it, it's, it might be a, it might be a bracha, you know, right? So anyway, this should not be made public. Okay. And all of a sudden we have to change gears. And now it's serious time. Now you have to prepare for Yom Noiraim. Slichos is coming, so that's like at least a half hour less of sleep. And somehow we like feel we have to change gears. Says the Shulei Pinchas, this is a continuation of the of the cycle of the calendar that started on Shavuos. What happened on Shavuos? Moshe was invited to come up to Har Sinai to get the Torah. What was the Torah? Shem wanted to give us a book. The Torah is more than that. It was Kedushin. And then Hashem suspend, suspended the mountain over our head. It was Chuppah. So it was a wedding. It was, it was a forced, coerced wedding. And we know that all the Menhage Chasana we learn out from Matan Torah. The Tashbates writes, Nekoid Haiklala Biyadcha. Kol Menhage Chasan Vekala. Yalfinon Mi Matan Torah. The thing is, by the end of the wedding, it was a long wedding, you know, the mitzvah tance that Moshe Rabbeinu came down to see was not that inspiring. That mitzvah tance around the golden cow, Moshe Rabbeinu had to think quick. So he took the luchais, which were the kedushin, right? He took the, the luchais, were the kesef kedushin, ayin babalaturim. Balaturim discusses was the the Lucha is the Kedushin, or maybe the Bizas Mitzrayim was the Kedushin. Kesef. And Moshe broke the Luchais. What was Moshe's Cheshvan in breaking the Luchais? The Medrash says, look at number four. Moshe says, wait a second. I'm, the, I'm the, like the Shadchan over here. God's the groom. They're the bride. Their serving of the Egel is like adultery. Right? We know it's like adultery because... When Moshe Rabbeinu saw what they did, he ground up the egel and he gave them to drink like a soita. So it was like adultery. The Gemara even says, Aluva Kala, the Gemara Gittin, Shazin Satachas Chupasa. Disgraceful is the bride that commits adultery under the chupa. 
So Moshe, so Moshe Rabbeinu makes the following cheshben. You know what he says? Moshe Rabbeinu says, I have a great chap. I'm going to take the marriage document. I'm going to break it. The marriage will be off. They'll be like a single woman who acted with promiscuity and not like a married woman who committed adultery. The Lashon of the Medrash is, Mutav shatidoin kepnuya veloi keeshasish. Better that they should be like a single woman and not like an eshasish. So it comes out that when Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu on Rosh Chodesh Elul, come back up again, for what? Just to get atonement? No, that's a very elementary view of what's going on. It wasn't just to get atonement. It was, let's try this relationship one more time. Let me see if I could marry her again. You know, there's a bad joke, but you got, you got to say it here. The guy, the guy married a woman, he divorced her, and he took her back a minute later. So Anton, they asked me, what's the matter with you? You just, you took her back a minute later? He said, as a Zivik Shani, she's not too bad. <laughs> We'll edit that out if we need to. But you're laughing. That's what the Rebbe Shalom did to us. Right? Think about it. He married us. Uh-oh. He married us. Then Moshe Rabbeinu broke the wedding and Hashem said, I'll take them back. What is he doing? We're Zivik Shani now. Not so bad. So Hashem said, let me try again. So says the Shvile Pinchas. So that means Rebbe Shalom is not just saying, come up, let me see if I could forgive you. Come up, let me see if I could marry you again. And how do you marry a woman? Hare at mikudeshas, what's the magic word? No? Lee! Ani l'doidi, v'doidi Lee! The Lee and v'doidi, Ani is Klal Yisrael. I'm going to God, l'doidi, my groom, v'doidi, my groom, Lee! Lee, Harei Amikdash, he's marrying me again. Ah, now we understand, says the Shvile Pinchas, why we call God Doidi. Why we refer to Hashem Ovsan as Doidi. The answer is, don't make the mistake and think, ah, this is the month of Shari Tshuva, this is the month of Yisrael Salanter, Tshuva, Miyira, It's but there's something behind it. We're re-establishing the marriage in this month. That's why, even though Yerushalayim is rarely called Doidi, this month of Elul Yerushalayim is called Doidi. Because we're coming back to our beloved. We're not just returning to Him. Oh, we're returning to God. We're marrying Hashem. Where was the chuppah the second time? Hold, hold your horses. Moshe Rabbeinu may have only annulled the Kedushin. Even though technically you can't have Chuppah without Kedushin. But we're going to come to that. Good question, Rabbi Yitz. I'm happy you asked that question. Shabbos is marriage. But what are we doing in Elul? The answer is, we're reestablished. Don't forget about, this is Kedushin. Ooh, you know, the Medrash tells us when a person gets married, who pays the cost of writing the marriage document? The groom or the bride? So says the Medrash, you know who pays for it? It has to be written with the das of both of them. But the groom pays for it. 
Where do we learn it from? We learn from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. says the Medrash, Vayoymer Hashem HaMoysha, Leich El Ha'am V'kidashtam. We read it, go to the people and sanctify them. Clearly the Medrash is not reading it that way. Leich El Ha'am V'kidashtam. Make a Kedushin to them. And who's writing the Shtar? Moshe. And who paid for it? God. What was the payment? Moshe's face shone. That was the, that was the tip that Moshe got for writing it. Yeah, he got the pieces. I hear. The Medrash doesn't say that. I hear. The Medrash doesn't say that. The Medrash says the, the, the schar, ki karan arpana. Very interesting. What's the halacha, uh, friends? If you go over to a woman and you say, lady, hariyat mekudashas. Mekudashas, ayena mekudashas. Ayena mekudashas. Why? With Adim. We have two Adim. Rav Shmuel is an aid, and also Anton was an aid. Okay? It was, it's not, still not a marriage. Both of you guys. You didn't say Lee. Who's Lee? He lives in the Bronx. No. Who's Lee? Why do you have to say Lee? Because the Gemara says in Kedushin, Yadayim she'ein ma'chichos lehevedayim. Maybe what you meant was, you're being married to Yankel, because you could be a shliach for another guy, to marry this woman to another guy. So if your words are not decisive and definitive, it's not a good Kedushan. So the magic words of Kedushan are li. The Megala Amukos writes in Parzabalak, I've said over this Megala Amukos in the past, but I've quoted from Rabbi Yenis and Ibish. It's the first time I saw it inside. Megala Amukos says the key words of Kedushan are li. Li makes it established. It makes kiyom. That is why when, Hash, when Klai Yisrael made the Egel, so what happens? The Kedushin is off. Kedushin is off. What words are off? Li is gone. Hashem says, Vi'ata hanicha li. Forgo the li. we got to get rid of the li. I once saw in the Nesiva Shalom. That is why Hashem says three times, Three times Li. Why? Because Hashem married us, the Balaturim says, with Kesef. He gave us the Luchais, or Bism Saim, Shtar, the Torah, and Bia, also Bia. How? The Balaturim says, Ve'avoya eleha is gematria babiyah. And co- corresponding to that, Hashem says, Ve'erastich li lo'olam, Ve'erastich li b'tzedek of Meshavu Chazrachamim, Ve'erastich li b'emunah. The Iker, Kedushin, is li. Li. Without li, it's yadayim she'enam ha'ichichais. So it's very interesting. That means the month of Elul, yes, we're preparing for Rosh Hashanah, we're also preparing for a big chasana. It begins Rosh Chodesh Elul, and the Iker chasana is what day? Now we're about to flip everything you ever thought on its head. Everybody thinks, ah. Why do I wear a kittel at a chasana? I wear a kittel at a chasana because it's like Yom Kippur, because I get kapara. Who says that? Shaul Sechuvas Maharamins. He says, 
why does a chasana, why do a chasana and kala fast on the day of their chasana? Because for them it's like Yom Kippur, like we darsh in the Pasach, Vayikach es machalas. By the way, there's a big shaila. Does the groom get kapara or does the bride also get kapara? But Levi Yitzchak Abaditchev says the bride also gets kapara. But according to the way we're setting it up, of course it's Pasha, the bride gets kapara. The Iker kapara is for the bride. Because in a way, everything we've thought until now is just the opposite. We always thought, why does a, a bride and a groom fast on their chasana? Oh, because for them it's like Yom Kippur. Why does the chasana wear a kittel? Because for him it's like Yom Kippur. No, just the opposite. Why do we get kapara on Yom Kippur? Because it's the day we got married. Why do we wear a kittel on Yom Kippur? Because it's the day we got married. It works the other way. It's the great wedding. Most people don't think of Yom Kippur as a big wedding day. Most people are frightened of Yom Kippur. Most people would say, okay, 12 hours left, 11 hours left, 10 hours left. Very few people counting down like Sfiris HaOmer to Yom Kippur. Many people do count to their wedding day. Most people's lives, their wedding day is the most momentous day of their life. But now we're learning that the Kayach of Yom Kippur, it's a chasana. Yom Kippur is a chasana. Who am I marrying? I'm marrying the Rebansham. Really? When did that happen? Huh? Pal, don't you know what Yom Kippur is? On Rosh Chodesh Elul, Moshe Rabbeinu says, take two, would you marry us again? Ani ledoidi vedoidi li. And we come down on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a chasna. Really? Who says that? I can't believe it. You knew this. The Mishnah says in Tainus, look at number 14. Shlomo HaMelech says, Se'ena ure'ena benois tziyoin v'amelech shloimoi. Go out and see, daughters of tziyoin. King Shloimah refers to Hashem. Ba'atara, the crown. She'itra imai that his mother gave him. Biyoim chasunasai, on the day of his marriage. Says Rashi, what day did Kal Yisrael get married? Look at Rashi. What is the yoim chasunah of Kal Yisrael? Not Shavuos. Yom Kippur. The first Zivagrishan didn't work. We tried. Didn't work. It was broken. Not a broken engagement. It was nullified retroactively. It never happened. The chasana of the Jewish people is Yom Kippur. Who thinks... Most people, they put on their kittel and say, why am I wearing a kittel? Why am I wearing a kittel? Because you wear a kittel on Yom Kippur. And why does the chasana wear a kittel on a wedding? Because it's like Yom Kippur for him. No, just the opposite. You wear a kittel at your wedding. Why do you wear a kittel on Yom Kippur? Because it's a wedding. It's a chasen shmuz. I don't know. <laughs> so this is an, uh, a new appreciation of this man of the year. In fact, the... Uh, In the Sefer Berchas Avram, the Goin of Buchach would say that, um, no, I'm sorry. In the Sefer Betuv Tzadikim, look at number nine, he brings that uh, the Divrei Chaim of Sanz would say that at the time of the Chuppah, he would be afraid to lift up his eyes from the fear of the Shechina. But if he had the opportunity to go to a Chuppah and Elul, he would say, Oh, what a wondrous opportunity. I'm preparing for the Yom and the Ram. 
chuppah in Elul is a preparation for Yom Naran. So that's a very new perspective on uh, Yom Naran. Oh, now we understand Mazel Elul Besula. The Mazel of an Elul is Besula. Why is the Mazel of an Elul Besula? Because once the Kedushan was retroactively nullified, it's not a Zivik Shani. It's not take two. It's take one. Take one never happened. So this is take one. So we could revert back to be considered Besula. Mazel Elo Besula. The Bnei Yisachar says, that's the Pshat. Matzah Isha, Matzah Taiv. If you find Isha, Isha refers to Chaydesh Elul. You know what Chaydesh Elul is? V'yafek Ratzayin Me Hashem. It's an ace Ratzayin to be restore the original marriage. So Yom Kippur is the Chasana. When is the Kedushin? Well, we're going to come to that. So, Anila doidi v'doidili. That's a lashon of kedushin. Li berastichli la'olam. Yom Kippur is the chasana. Moshe Rabbeinu now comes down on Yom Kippur. They're married. Oh, idisham aviyare Yehuda. Ooh, pay attention to this week's haftarah. You know what we're going to read in this week's haftarah. Look at number twenty-one. Ki yival bachor besula. As a young man forges his relationship with the Besula, your children will return to you. When do we read that? At a chuppah? No. At a chasan? No. The last Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah. That's this week's Haftarah. It's got to do with the price of tea in China. What's it has to do, what does it have to do with anything? Why are we reading this Shabbos? Mesoyis chasan alkala yasis alayich alaykoyach. So I called the Shvira Pinchas. It was chatzoyis halayla. He liked it. It fits in very good with uh, with what we're learning. That Elul is a reinstatement of the Nesu and Harishonim. And it brings great simcha to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yasis alayich alaykoyach. By the way, look at number 10. There's an amazing Pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk says, Yamim Yutsaru. God created days. Viloi Echad Mayhem. And it's written Loi with an Aleph. It's spelled Loi with a Vav. To him is one of them. There's one day that belongs really to him. Says Rashi, what day? Yom Kippur. Chazal say that's the one day of the year that the Yetzirah has no Ashlita. Rashi explains how Kaddish Baruch Hu showed Adam Arisha all the future days. And he gave him one day of Slicha Mechila that the Yetzirah has no Shlita. So the Belzer Rabbi asked, one day, Shan Rabbah is a very nice day. You take the willows and you hit them on the floor. And people don't know this. The more leaves you can knock off, the more Averos you get rid of. It's commensurate. The harder you beat the Arava, 
the more kapari again. No, I'm just joking. There's no connection at all with the velocity of the of the abuse you put on the arava and the kapar. But Hashan Rab is a very nice day, and when it comes, we're going to play it up as much as we can. But at the end of the day, there's nothing like Yom Kippur. The question is, why would we call Yom Kippur? Says what? It's Gemar. The the question is, there's more than how could we say Yom Kippur is one day? Yom Kippur is uh, many days throughout our lifetime. There are many many Yom Kippurim. Why does it say Veloy Echad? There's only one Yom Kippur. So the Belzer Rebbe said like this. You know what Rashi means when he says there's one day Yom Kippur that's given to a person? That of all the days in a person's entire life, Hashem chooses one very special Yom Kippur. What is it? The Chuppah. That's the Yom Kippur that Rashi is referring to him. And but we say, to him is one, but we it's spelled Loi. It should only be one. We're davening, we should only have one Yom Chuppah. In other words, there's one very special day in a person's life. Yes, there are many Yom HaKippurim, but there's one special Yom Kippur. But it's spelled, there isn't, because it's a tefillah, that if we take advantage of that Yom HaChuppah as much as we can, then we're Mesal Veloy, there should only be one of them. But we're learning now, Rabbi Sai. That it's not just that the Yom HaChuppah is like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is like the Yom HaChuppah. Comes the Eishel Avram Avuchach, and he says, what if you have a kid? The kid's, you know, wet behind the ears. Here you can tell him, he's getting married. Oh, you should say Vidoy, and you should fast, and treat it like Yom Kippur. Yeah, come on, I'm getting married today, Yom Kippur. So what if he didn't take it seriously? So the Eishel of Roman Buchan says, don't worry. If he didn't get Kapara on Yom Kippur, he has another opportunity to get Kapara during the Shiva Simeha Mishnah during Shavar Brachas. Nobody else says this Chiddush. This is the Chiddush of the Eishel Avram of Buchach. It's quoted in many svar. So says the Rapinchas Friedman in the Sefer Masais Doidim in the first edition. He says, well, according to our setup now, that it's not that a chasana is like Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is like a chasana. But at a chasana, you don't just have the chasana for kapara, you also have the shever brachas for kapara. So then, let's, the parallel would be, you don't just have Yom Kippur for kapara, you also have Shiva Simei Mishta for kapara. What would the Shiva Simei Mishta be? Yom Kippur would be the Chasana, and the and the seven days of Sukkot would be the Shiva Simei Mishnah, another opportunity for Kapara. So what kind? No, you need a breather in between. It's too intense. So what what would be the comparison between Yom Kippur as Kapara, excuse me, Chasana as Kapara and Shavar Brachos, and Yom Kippur and Sukkot? Famous Kedusha Slevi. You know what the Kedusha Slevi says? What do we call the first day of Sukkot? And you should take for yourself on the first day. So the Kedusha Slevi says, What do you mean take on the first day? Sukkot is the first day of the month. Sukkot is what? The 15th day of the month. It should say you should take on the 15th day. Says the Medrash, 
Rishon Lecheshbon Avonos. It's the first day Hashem begins to count your sins. So Kedusha Slevi asks, why does Hashem only begin to count your sins on Sukkot? What, sins don't count before Sukkot? So he says like this. There are two types of tshuva. There's tshuva miyura. Now when you do tshuva miyura, tshuva miyura, you did an avera. Let's say a person did an avera. They spoke by Chazar Sashat. Okay? So you did tshuva. You did tshuva miyura. You're afraid of the repercussions. Yeah, you didn't remove the sin completely. It downgrades intentional to unintentional. So, but you still have something to take care of. But when you do tshuva out of love, it takes the avera and it turns into a mitzvah. There are two zmanim of tshuva. There is aserasimei tshuva, tshuva miyura, and then there's sukkis is tshuva meyava. Because on sukkis is mansim chaseinu, through mansim chaseinu you can do tshuva meyava. God doesn't want to start counting your sins when you're doing tshuva meyura because if He starts counting them there's going to be a remnant left over after you do tshuva. But it actually works to your advantage if he starts counting your sins when you do tshuva me'ava, because then the averos are going to turn to mitzvahs. So it actually is in your best interest that God starts to count your sins so you can transform them into mitzvahs. So beginning on sukkis, God starts to count the averos in order to transform them into mitzvahs. So there are two times of the year of tshuva. Tshuva me'ira, tshuva me'ava. Yira, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Uh, Ahava, Sukkot. There are two Zmanim for the Chasan and Kala to have Kapara. The first Zman is Miyira, the night of the wedding. That's Tshuva Miyira. You know why it's Miyira? They're not married. They're not married. What does the Gemara say? Misha Sharei Belay Isha, Sharei Belay Simcha, Belay Bracha, Belay Toiva. You're missing happiness. Missing happiness, you can't do tshuva me'ahava. So the tshuva of the wedding night is tshuva me'ira. The tshuva of the shever brachas once you're married is tshuva me'ahava. Exactly paralleling, Yom Kippur is the chasana, and the seven days of shever brachas are sukkahs. But let's take it further. Let's take it further. So the chasana and kala. They start the wedding, Rosh The Chasana, they walk out from under the Chuppah, Yom Kippur. Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Okay, they're married now. Are they married? Sort of. Doesn't he have to bring her into the house? That's also the next step of Chuppah, Havalabayas. Sukkis. It's not Sukkis. Sukkis is Habalabayas. Okay. When you first get married, you live in an apartment. What do you think you live in? That's why. There's no Diras Kava. Takes good 20 years to save up. You can have a decent place. Diras Arai. So, Sukkah is Habalabayas. Yeah, but you're still missing one thing. The marriage is not consummated until there's the union. That's Shemini Atzeras. Who says that? The Gemara says it openly. The Gemara says openly, explicitly, 
the Gemara says that for the first seven days of Sukkot, you bring 70 bulls and 98 sheep. 70 bulls can the nations of the world. But on the eighth day, all the servants are let out. So what happened? Hashem says to Klal Yisrael, to His beloved, let's make a Suda Katana, Let's make a small meal. I could get pleasure from you. Says the Bnei Yisachar, have you ever seen such explicit terminology between God and the Jewish people that he should get pleasure from us? He explains as follows. If you have to go somewhere with somebody and you don't really like them so much, go to a good restaurant where they serve a lot of food so that you can be busy eating the whole time. So the first seven days of Sukkot, there's a lot of meat because it's for the nations of the world. But if you like someone's company, maybe you take them to a, a coffee shop. Better yet, nothing. No food. Because that shows you want to enjoy them. That's Shemini Atzeres. Shemini Atzeres says the Bnei Yisachar, Bekirov Basar Mamash, he writes. It's interesting, that's one of the nights of the year, Api Kabbalah, that Zivug is discouraged. Why? It's with HaKadosh Baruch It's with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Leil says, Bro, on the Mishnah Baruch So there's a progression of relationship taking place over here. Where Ani Ledoidi Vedoidi Li. Li is the magic word of Kedushin. It's Yadayim Oichichais. Hareya Mekudeshes Li. V'yisem Li. This is not just a month of kapara. It's a marriage taking place over here. Yom Kippur is a chasana. Sukkis is havolabayis. Shemini Atzeres is kedesha ahana mimcha. Yeah, people get nervous before they get married. Most people, you know, they lose some weight, you know, because they're, they're a little anxious. Okay, we understand, we understand why you're afraid, but understand what the other dimension that's taking place. It's not just slicha uh, v'chapara. It's not only slicha v'chapara. It's erosin, nesuin, havalabayis, yichud, zivog. That's a very beautiful perspective on the upcoming Zmane Hashanah. And uh, this I saw in Mesoyis Doidim, Volume 2. We put it together with some stuff in Mesoyis Doidim, Volume 1. And the clincher to me is this week's Haftoira. Mesoyis Chassan Al-Kala Yastis What's that got to do with Rosh Hashanah? Can you imagine? Here you're standing at the Bima. You're reading Mesoyis Chassan Al-Kala Yastis What's that got to do with Rosh Hashanah? It's got everything to do with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the preparation for the big day, for the chasana. And when you put on your kittel on uh, Yom Kippur, sometimes people remember, oh, I wore this when I got married. Yeah, you should remember that. Good. Put on your chasana tie. Put on your, I challenge you to put on your chasana suit, you know. And, <laughs> and remember, remember what a chasana is. Because that's what Yom Kippur is. It's, uh, it's reinstating the Kedushin Harishainim. So we should be zoichat all the brachas of Chila, Midin Chasan, Midin Kala, and we should be zoichat that Hashem should say about us, Umesais Chasan Al Kala, Yasis Alayech.